Hi, people. I'm Diana, and today I will tell you a story about how my whole family was in mortal danger due to only one rash decision. My brother Ryan and I grew up in a close-knit family. Everything changed when my parents decided to get another child. Let me get more precise. They really wanted to adopt one. You see, my mom's friend worked in an orphanage and once told her a tearjerker story about an orphan girl. Since then, our parents wanted to adopt that poor child. They even prepared a room for a new kid. And my brother and I could only put up with it and wait for our first meeting with our new sister. In a few days, our parents finally brought the girl home. Her name was Betty. Our new sister was a modest and quiet girl of about eight years old. Parents arranged a festive dinner for all of us with a huge cake and gifts. But Betty have not said a word the whole evening. And later, she told mom that she was very tired and wanted to sleep. My mom took her to the nursery, and Ryan and I continued to eat the cake and open gifts. After dinner, I went into my room and found Betty sleeping on my bed with my brother's tablet in her hands. Mom explained to us that our new sister needed some time to adapt, and we must give in to her in everything. So on the very first evening, Betty got my room and Ryan's tablet. A week later, strange things began to happen in our house. Once, instead of sugar, someone poured salt into dad's tea. And, at the same time, someone sweetened my mom's soup. At first, we all thought that it was Ryan. You see, my brother didn't like the whole idea of adoption and persuaded mom and dad to leave Betty in an orphanage until the very last. But the weirdest accidents were yet to come. Once, my mother found several needles in her pillow and dad's sneakers were full of broken glass. On that day, the parents harshly punished Ryan and gave him a month of home detention. My brother protested and told them that he was innocent, but no one believed him. At that time, I was sure that Ryan went too far with his tricks. Our psychologist explained to mom that it was Ryan's way to draw attention to himself. Yet later, my brother admitted to me that he did not understand why he was constantly blamed for everything. The talk made me suspicious, and I decided to take a closer look at the always quiet Betty. And each time when my parents were scolding Ryan, I noticed a pleased smile on her face. One morning I went into the kitchen and I saw Betty sitting on the floor and trying to break a thermometer. I've got no idea what she was going to do with the mercury, but I stopped her on time. The girl noticed me, threw out the thermometer, and quickly ran to her room. I went right after my sister and tried to talk to her, but she cried loudly and called the parents. When they came running, Betty complained about me hitting her and even showed a trace of the blow on her arm. I tried to defend myself and said that I hadn't done anything wrong, but mom and dad stood up for Betty again. After that incident, I realized that my new sister was not adapting or anything. She was skillfully manipulating our entire family. But how could an eight-year-old think of such a thing? I suspected that there was an adult mastermind behind the scenes. Once I returned home from school earlier than usual and saw Betty, who tried to close the balcony door in a hurry. She wasn't clearly expecting my arrival, and I smelled cigarette smoke. Besides, there were unfamiliar women's sunglasses on the table. A stranger came to our apartment when nobody was at home. I thought that Betty's real mom or sister had visited her, but once again, the little liar managed to get away with it. When I showed the glasses to my parents, my new sister explained that her classmate forgot them at school, and our little angel, Betty, brought the forgotten glasses home to give it back to the classmate the next day. Again, mom and dad believed Betty, not me. 
That night, I wasn't able to fall asleep. Something was wrong with that child. Parents did not even notice how she skillfully manipulated them. Honestly, I was already a bit afraid of the little prude and her antics. It was very late at night, and I was finally getting sleepy when I suddenly heard a strange sound in the hallway. I got very angry and decided to catch her red-handed. Gotcha, I roared while turning on the light. But instead of Betty, I saw Ryan. I asked him where he was going, and my brother told me that he wanted to leave home. I shared my suspicions with him and said that I needed his help more than ever to bring our lying sister to justice. The next morning, we agreed to take turns monitoring the sister, but she saw through our plan that very day and started fighting back. When I was at school, Betty managed to lure Ryan to the balcony and lock him there for two hours. And when the parents returned from work and opened the balcony door, she showed them some cigarette butts hidden there beforehand. Therefore, the parents thought that Ryan started smoking. Mom and Dad were very upset because of that find. They even thought of sending my brother to a military school so that at least he would be taught discipline. But Ryan and I knew that everything was all arranged by her sister. She was a horrible liar. Each time, the mischievous little girl adjusted everything for us two to appear guilty. That very evening, I was able to eavesdrop on the conversation between Mom and Dad. They were really hell-bent on sending Ryan to military school. And later on, when I saw Betty, she gave me a nasty look and whispered that I would be next. At that moment, I really got scared. I couldn't believe that an eight-year-old child was behaving like an adult conspirator. Now I was totally sure that the girl was an unusual child. There was something terrifying hidden behind her eyes. So I decided to talk with Betty's teacher. The teacher said that the studies were very easy for my new sister, and she was the best in class. Besides, at school, Betty behaved like a little dictator. She issued commands to the children, and they did whatever she wanted. They even gave her their pocket money. The next day, my parents, as usual, drove to school to get Betty home. But the teacher said that my new sister hadn't been seen at school. Dad immediately called the police and filed a report of abduction. But the worst was yet to come. A week later, various strangers began calling our parents. They wished to receive a ransom for the kid. The strangers said that otherwise, mom and dad would never see Betty again. All this time, the parents were very afraid. They didn't even allow me and Ryan to go to school. The extortionists called every day and threatened to kidnap us as well. Mom and dad replied that they were ready to meet all conditions, if only to save Betty. But the strangers suspected that my parents had contacted the police and constantly changed the place and time for the money transfer. In a few days, our dad managed to meet with the kidnappers and gave them some marked bills. Dad worked in tandem with the police officers, so the case was closed quickly enough. Soon, several police cars drove up to our house at once. Mom was still very worried. She was afraid that the kidnappers had harmed Betty. Even my brother and I were worried about our new sister. We expected to see a whole gang of extortionists, but the police escorted only one tiny girl in sunglasses. We did not understand what was happening and why they weren't bringing our new sister back. But suddenly, the girl took off her wig and glasses, and then we realized that it was Betty. Yet she looked somehow strange. Only later, the officers told us that in fact, Betty was not eight, but almost 21 years old. The little girl from the orphanage, who my parents adored, turned out to be an experienced, cold-blooded criminal. 
She planned her own abduction all by herself and played all of us like a fiddle. Betty was brought low only by my and Ryan's caution and my dad's decision to contact the police. Betty's story was true only on one regard. The girl was a real orphan and had spent all her childhood years in an orphanage. I can't even imagine how a little girl with a rare genetic disorder had managed to survive that hell. Yet later, she made good use of that disorder. Only because of it, Betty managed to trick my parents. Due to the disorder, Betty's body stopped growing when she was eight years old. Usually people suffering from such a disorder have the body of a child and the face of an adult. But Betty got lucky. She kept her childish face intact. But behind that face, there was an adult woman who simply hated everyone around her. Ryan and I were really lucky. Betty didn't manage to get her plan into action. If everything went according to her calculations, our so-called sister would have sent my brother to military school. After that, she would have somehow got rid of me as well. And then, Betty would have made herself mom and dad's most favorite child. And you know what? Betty's plan would have most likely been successful. Good thing was that Betty messed everything up. She failed because of her greed. The girl was constantly milking her frightened classmates, but their pocket money wasn't good enough for her. So Betty came up with a daring plan that included abduction. Yet our adoptive sister did not expect dad to go to the police. Well, the police quickly brought the criminal to clean water. After the conversation with the police, my parents still wanted to talk to Betty. Mom could not hold back the tears. The officer asked the girl whether she wanted to apologize to my parents, but Betty only mockingly smiled. In justification, the girl only said that she had grown up in an orphanage and only wanted to experience a real childhood. That's how our story ended. At my family meeting, we decided not to talk about Betty ever again. Only a month later, we learned that the girl managed to escape from the detention center. It's possible that she has already found herself new parents who do not even suspect whom they actually adopted. As for us, we've never heard about her again. A whole year has passed since the police took Betty away, but even now I sometimes have nightmares about her return. This story taught me not to trust my eyes, but to rely on intuition more. Sometimes there are monsters hiding behind the eyes of a little girl. What would you do if your parents adopted someone like Betty? Write your thoughts in the comments.